What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Peru Travel Podcast. I'm your host, David Kozlowski. Alongside me, Charlie Thompson. We just got back from Peru, and today we're going to break down our top six tips on things that we learned from Peru. And if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know that this was my first trip to Peru. So it was absolutely unbelievably incredible. But you've got to listen to these six tips, Dave. Kick us off here. So before we get started, there are six things. There's a ton of things that we learned in Peru, but there's just not enough time in the episode. So we might come back to this in the future. But right out the gate, we're going to go ahead and hit a couple top things uh, that I, that we think are notable facts that maybe you should maybe consider when you're going to Peru. And the first one on my list is pretty silly, but the pizza sucks. The pizza absolutely is atrocious. And you're thinking, like, why would that matter? Why would that matter? Well, because when you well, go no, to... actually, you're thinking, how does someone screw pizza up? <laughs> like, how, how do you literally screw pizza? Because I don't think anybody in their right mind could actually do that, but... There's actually a reason why that the that the pizza does suck. Why is that? Well, most most of the places don't typically have real mozzarella. So that's traditionally kind of the issue that we're running into there. But that being said, like it is I think it's weird. Like well, I'm not going to go to Peru to eat pizza. And I get there's so many cultural people out there who are like, I would never go to Peru to eat pizza. Trust me, 10 days of Peruvian food, you're going to want to eat some American food. And pizza is one of those things that just tastes like garbage. Even the burgers though. Like most American foods don't really taste that great anyways, but the pizza was was god awful and i so we were there and i remember it was like what were we like eight days in and i was like i literally just want like a taste of home just a little taste of home and i'm like guys let's go get some pizza i mean you see the pictures down there they all look amazing all the pizzas they look great and david and kevin were both like dude no the pizza sucks i'm like yeah right like look at it it looks amazing and lo and behold they're like well let's go try it and it was terrible yeah, it definitely doesn't uh, make your stomach feel good after. I mean, really, the taste is kind of like a salty texture to it, almost like the cheese, just like, it's just not that good. I don't really know how to describe it. Try it, I guess, right? Like, go give it a shot, but definitely don't expect it to do wonders for you. Yeah, try to prove us wrong, but you won't be able to. Yeah, there is one place that you can go that we had pizza, though, that is good. In Cusco, only in Cusco did we have pizza that was good, and it's a Starwood Preferred Guest uh, Hotel. Um, it's like 300 bucks a night. Yeah, what is the name? Do you remember the name of it? Uh, I don't remember, but it it was a former like conquistador castle. That's right. Why don't you take a quick second to look that up while we transition to the next one, and then you can jump in and tell everybody what awesome hotel it was that actually cooks legitimate pizza with mozzarella cheese. But that's we'll get back to you on the hotel. Now, the next one on the list is, again, an interesting one. It is uh, Rainbow Mountain is overrated. I know all you Instagram followers out there are going to hate me saying this. You're going to absolutely despise the fact that I'm I'm preaching it. Rainbow Mountain is not as cool as what everyone thinks it is. And it, it blows my mind how many people are like posting these photos on Instagram. Like, oh my God, it's the most beautiful thing ever. Yeah, you know, it's kind of cool because the rocks are different colors. But really, at the end of the day... It's a mountain. It's highly touristy. Tons of people are there. The hike in is god awful. I don't recommend it to anybody. Uh, and it's just for what it is, it's just not that great. You're at a high elevation. You're sucking down wind to get up there. And uh, I guess I'll have Charlie kind of explain a little bit of his experience because he was struggling. And mind you, another mistake we made, which we'll definitely talk about uh, coming up next. Uh, but Rainbow Mountain definitely overrated. And give me the reasons as to why you think it's overrated, Charlie. Well, first of all, it's it's kind of it's a little bit of a boring hike. It's you know you start first of all you start at fourteen thousand five hundred feet somewhere around there, which 
like you mentioned, you're sucking air and then you're climbing up over 16,500 feet. Uh, the second reason I would say is it's not, it's not really that spectacular. Like it's a mountain that has a little bit of color to it, but honestly, the photos you're seeing online are very photoshopped. I mean, they are putting the color in there and it's just, it's, it's cool to see, but it doesn't blow your mind like you think it should. Yeah. I think, I think that's a true testament of what you say. I mean, that's, that's kind of what we see in life in general is we see like all these famous people and their, excuse me, their life is very glamorous. That's something that even you said before we started the show, you're like, Oh, this person's life looks amazing. And I was like, yeah, all the cool kids lives look amazing. And really at the end of the day, I think this is one of those moments where people want to go for the Instagram photo or they want to go with that, that nice selfie. And really at the end of the day, this is not something that I would say, Hey, we sell this trip. If you want to do it, we're going to make sure you have the best time going to Rainbow Mountain. There are a couple of things that we incorporate in it to make it a better experience, unlike the rest of the companies out there. You will have a good time, but I think you might be wasting your day going to see it because there's so many other cool kick-ass things to see. I could 100% agree with that. And the other point is, it's a very hard hike. It doesn't look like it, but it is extremely tough. And especially for those people that are out of shape, I mean... Not everybody is in immaculate shape when they're when they go on hiking trips, and I'm one of those people that was not in great shape. This rock right here, I'm gonna sit on <laughs> this rock right here. I, I literally, I'm like, if I could just go ten steps, I can rest again. <laughs> and then I finally, so I'm a giant. All you guys who have listened to this show know that I'm a giant. And so it took me a long time to find a horse that they would let me ride on because a lot of the horses in Peru grande. are really tiny. And everybody kept looking at me and like, nah, too grande. Yeah, it's funny how that actually worked out. And then towards the end, we ended up getting Charlie to the top, the summit, if you will, of this particular mountain to overlook the, the Rainbow Mountain. I didn't but want to. He didn't want to. But literally at one point, it was two steps break. Two steps. Can you imagine in your day to day life? Like think about yourself right now. Like get up. Walk two steps, pause, and wait for about 15 seconds, and then take two more steps. If you're trying to get a burger or a cookie bar or something like that out of the fridge and it takes you that long to get there, man, you might as well just have to think about life for a second, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> exactly. But hey, I mean, you can attest to it's not even, it's, it's not easy for people who are in great shape. That's right. It wasn't. It was very, very difficult. I wouldn't say that I'm in amazing shape. I work out on the regular, but it was definitely very difficult for me. So that being said, before we get to the next one, Charlie, did you find the hotel that serves delicious pizza? I found that hotel. It is the Palacio, which is Palace. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Del Inca in Cusco. That's in right. Cusco. Yeah, man. Check it out. We actually, uh, David, our main guide, our, our owner, if you will, in Peru, his brother works there. And we actually went there to go see him. And that's how we, we found out they had that great pizza. It is. It's a five-star hotel. And the room rates I see here are $311 a night. Yeah, so if so you're a big spender. Feeling fancy. Yeah, go throw some dough on the table and get some get some nice rooms and nice pizzas. You can eat pizza every day. That's right. <laughs> All right, next on the list, which is potentially another reason why we hated Rainbow Mountain, is the tip is acclimating is very important. So let me break this down. The day that we did Rainbow Mountain, we flew in from Peru uh, the day before. So we have this advice that's on our site. Basically says, if you're gonna do anything strenuous, spend at least two days in Cusco getting acclimated before you go on this hike. Well, we didn't take our own advice. We got there, we're like, ah, oh, man, we're good, it's gravy, no big deal, it's a day hike. Nah, it was the worst experience ever in terms of breathing. Now, granted, 
I got it done and I felt fantastic. And I don't know how that is or why that happened. I don't know if it was the meds I was taking, but Charlie took the meds. He didn't feel good. In fact, he was delirious as all get out. Kevin was miserable. Didn't take any meds, but but he's used to like climbing and backpacking and things of that nature. And he was awful shape, awful yeah, shape. Out of the three of us, I mean, Kevin was the runner and he's the guy that's done the most amount of mountain climbing. So you would think he would be the one least affected. And actually, I think he was probably one of the worst. I was probably really close behind him, if not worse. It, it really didn't take a toll on me till the next day because I had the altitude medicine, which does reduce swelling, but there's actually like scientific dangers to this. You can look it up. So we we're here to tell you, don't do what we did basically. Yeah. yeah, it was awful. I mean, Kevin was in rough, rough shape. And as you said, like to give you a funny, I mean, I'm not a runner by any means, but he texted me last night and he said, yeah, my, my three miles down to 15 minutes, isn't that, or 20 minutes, my five, my, 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 5k is down to 20 minutes isn't that horrible and i'm like thinking in my head like man that's faster than 10 minute mile that's still pretty fast <laughs> for, that's pretty for, good <laughs> for me that's fast i mean i don't know about you okay uh yeah no i mean so that's somebody who's really in shape and he was in rough rough shape like he was forcing food down because one of the side effects of, of elevation sickness is that you're not going to be hungry but you have to eat to make it feel better so he was literally shoving food down mad amount of calories after the after coming down from the rainbow mountain um i might want to plug in there too that i said that we were different right we we offer something a little bit different on rainbow mountain so rainbow mountain is now offered on our uh, our form sheet it's not something that we're advertising on the website but when you go to book now you're going to see it as an option in our new a la carte menu that we're so happy to roll out because we see everyone's got a trip that they want to have uh, you know their own experience you're going to get a customer service rep, if you will. We call them uh, tourist experts. They're basically going to reach out to you. They're going to help coordinate with your trip. Uh, but along that, you're able to select individual options. Well, in Rainbow Mountain, no matter what you do with us, you instantly get a horse. There's no way around it. Right. You get a horse because it's so hard. We're like, there's no way. We want people to enjoy this. You're on vacation. I mean, unless you just absolutely want to hike it, go ahead. But it's still included. Like, no matter what, you get a horse. And you're not winning a prize here. This isn't a race. As we've we've said it once, we've said it a million times. You are on vacation. So we want to do these things for you to include a horse or, or a donkey on any of our trips, whatever we do, to make sure that you're taken care of and you can really, really enjoy your experience. Definitely. Yeah, We that's the biggest thing we could push, right? We love taking care of people in Peru, love taking care of the people that work with us and work for us. And at the end of the day, we love taking care of our travelers, which are you guys that are listening. Super uh, pumped. We, we actually got to meet, uh, I don't want to go on a tangent here, but we got to meet some travelers, which was so cool. Like people who actually booked through us when we were in Peru, they just so happened to be there. We got to go to orientation, meet them, Lindsay and Joe. Yes. Awesome. Awesome people. We're going to get them on the show. Like they're so much fun. They, that they were literally looking at them and talking with them just made me smile because they loved everything that we had to offer. They love the passion. They've got great stories. We're not going to spoil them. We're going to let them tell their stories on their experience with Kachi. Uh, but that being said, we can move on to the next one before I, before I keep talking about how great they are. Ooh. Wait, 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 let me finish rainbow mountain with one quick thing. We may All not right. be the best salesmen, but we're honest. That's right. We <laughs> That's are very honest. We're very honest. That is about so that true. Experience. So true. Yeah. We, we don't want to sell you something that you're going to hate. Right. And I honestly know if you're going to hate rainbow mountain, but it might not be the best experience. And so if you have a limited time in Cusco, do not make that your top priority. Skip it. Find other, we have plenty of other tours that are awesome. Ryan community. We're going to do an episode on that. We're going to break that down on some marketing. That is literally our golden nugget. We love the community tour. Love everything about it. That being said, I do want to brag. When I got done with Rainbow Mountain and Kevin was dead, the guy who runs a 5K in 20 minutes and that's slow, I was doing squats. 
Just want to brag a little bit about that. <laughs> you were. And I was like, is the trip over yet? <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what is wrong with you? I don't understand. And then we hiked like another 40 miles after that <laughs> over yeah, the next yeah. 10 days. We need to do an episode coming up soon about what it's like being a smoker and somebody who's out of shape and then going to Peru and doing these trails and, and how you can accomplish it, right? Yes, and you can. We can now say former smoker. That's right. No, former. He quit smoking in Peru. Another yeah. episode. We'll, we'll touch on yes. that. That's a good one. We've we got write a lot that down. to get to. We do. We have a ton to get to. All right. So next on the list is use Uber in Lima and Cusco, and we're going to talk about the taxi costs, like what they are. So Uber is great, right? It's a it's it's a great app, uh, and it actually. People told us to use Uber Black. We used Uber Black. We used Uber Regular just to let you guys know what that experience was like, and really. I didn't really notice the difference, to be honest. There wasn't much different, and really, the black cars were a little bit nicer, but not much. Like you're getting a Hyundai Elantra, yeah, as your black car. So to to go far places, maybe it would cost you eighteen, maybe like ten soles. Even it wasn't much. It was really low. Well, so okay, let's talk about Lima. So when we went from our Airbnb in Lima to the hotel. Ended up costing fifteen dollars. That was for you mean the Airbnb to the hotel. You mean the airport to the Airbnb. That's right. Yeah. Correct. And it was costing yeah, it was fifteen dollars and thirty something cents, which is forty five fifty soles. Okay, but now let's make let's talk about the mistake that we made and how much that costed us because we so it had been a long time since I've been to Peru and I literally the first thing you know I was comfortable but at the same time like I didn't think this guy was trying to screw us over ninety soles. What is that? Well, so paint the picture though. Paint the picture for him. When you arrive in Lima and you go out the exit doors, you have at least a hundred people screaming at you like, taxi, 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 taxi. I want to take you. I want to take you. And finally we're like, how much for you? And he was like 90 soles. And we're like, okay, let's get in. Yeah. So, so that being said with the 90 soles, so that's way overpriced. You should be paying double. Yeah. You should have paid. You should be paying 40 soles, 45 soles from the airport to Mirla Flores. Keep that in mind. I want to state that for the record, do not get hustled. If somebody says 90 soles, laugh and say 45 or 40. And then if they say 50, yeah, you can take it. You're helping somebody out. But do not sit there and say, oh, yeah, 90 soles, I'm going to pay for it. It's not a better cab, right? It's the same damn car that you would take anywhere else. That being said, the second that you're getting to the car, be looking in either A, the two, the back seats, the back of the seats, the two front seats, or in the front on the dashboard for a picture or photo of the driver and some sort of certification that says that it's a taxi cab driver. This is the only time that I would say you don't need to take or that you probably maybe shouldn't take an Uber because finding an Uber from the airport is very difficult. Um, I would go the route of just getting a taxi cab, paying the 45 soles and getting to there, getting to your hotel in Mila Flores. Unless you're not staying in Mila Flores, if you're not staying there, I don't know where the heck you would be staying. That's like a nice place. But um, I say that and I've never been anywhere else really. But Mila Flores is like the big touristy place where most people stay. Um, when you're in Cusco, same thing though. You know, well, if you're traveling with us, more than likely we're going to pick you up in general. Uh, but if you're taking a cab, eight soles, five soles, four soles, literally like very minimal amounts of soles. And same with an Uber. Sometimes Uber's like a doll or a sole higher. So, if you want to take a cab, my recommendation to you would be to pull up Uber, type in where you are, type in the location that you're going, and if you can't get the Uber within a certain amount of time but there's cabs around, just grab a cab and say, hey, uh, this is how many soles I'm going to pay you, and they're going to try to ask for more. Just laugh them off because they're hustling just like you are and just say, no, I'm going to pay you this. And because of the safety aspect, like David mentioned, and, and really the hassle 
like when you walk out of the airport, it's one of the reasons why we've added the airport pickup to the website to make it easy for you guys. Because trust me, when you get there, I, I experienced this for the first time. It was unbelievable. You walk out the doors and you have so many people that are just, it's, it's really, it's madness. And you, especially as a, a brand new tourist, if you're visiting Peru for the first time, you're just like overwhelmed and a little bit of anxiety sets in. You're like, Absolutely. okay, whatever, charge me, whatever. I'll go anywhere. And you have to be careful of those types of things. It's one of the reasons why we why we added the airport pickup. That's right. Yeah, he's talking about Lima is obviously insane, and Cusco's got some aggression as well in terms of there's a lot of cab drivers. Uh, you know, we don't pick up in Lima, but we do pick up in Cusco. Correct. And um, once you guys are there in Cusco, if you need an airport pickup, we can definitely do it. And uh, yeah, you know that you'll get picked up by an awesome guide in an awesome, nice, clean van. It's gonna take you right to your hotel. You ain't gotta worry about any issues. Uh, that being said, the next on our list, it's our last one on the list. Oh, it's so sad. We're going to say goodbye, but it is central restaurant is meh. It's like, it was really cool the first time I did it and I told everybody the food was weird. So we decided to go again and it may be ranked the fifth best restaurant in the world right now, but the food is not, I, I'm not gonna lie. I don't, I can't stand it. And the drinks weren't even that good this time. Let me. So it, it, last year was the fourth best restaurant. This year, the fifth best restaurant. I will say probably one of the coolest restaurant experiences I've ever had. But the food, there were two dishes I couldn't even eat. Like it was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> I think that that's the fancy food. Kevin may have a different story. He he seemed to really like it. He, he kept saying, oh my God, this is so delicious. And in my head, I kept thinking, is he saying this because he's at like a really fancy restaurant and he's like super pumped to be here? Or does he genuinely like it? The second dish I was like, and I'm, I'm a foodie too. Obviously, I'm the guy that's the least amount of shape. You can tell that I'm a foodie. And uh, it, it was a second dish where I was like, yeah, this potato sucks. It's just really sucks. I couldn't even, it was this little tiny potato. You could probably eat in one bite. And I took half a bite and I couldn't even finish it. I put it back on the rocks that it came on. And I was like, nope, not for me. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But the, ex the experience was really cool. I mean, the way they explained everything, I think we're going to do a couple little promos with some of this, some of this stuff. We took a little bit of video, cell phone video and stuff. We might put it out for you just so you can kind of see Definitely. the experience of it. Um, so the experience is really cool. And and it's like $122 was the tasting menu. So a little steep, uh, but for the experience, it's kind of worth it to go say, hey, I've been to the fifth best restaurant in the world. Yeah, I mean, we got to eat piranha. That was pretty cool. It tasted like hell. And I would rather be eating a Taco Bell with like, I don't know, worms in it or something like that. But <laughs> it was, it was, it was pretty, it was, yeah. I mean, it's a weird, weird, weird deal. I will say there was one fantastic dish. It was the third from the last. And I wish I could remember what the name of it was. I'd have to pull out the menu, but it was, it, it was octopus and squid and something else. And it was a warm, hot meal dish. And it was unbelievable. That was the best thing on the menu. I wish I could have had a whole plate of that. Yeah. That's the funny thing about those, those restaurants like that, that are super fancy. They don't give you a whole plate. Like there's a guy, man, I want to say in Italy, he does like tortellini. He gives you three tortellini and it's like 50 bucks for the plate. Three. Yeah. And they're like the size of like your pinky finger. Anyways, that being said, we can go on all day about food and how crazy expensive it is for what it is. But we are done with this episode. We are finished, completed. Thank you guys so very much for listening in. 
you know, it's been great to get feedback and hear, get emails and get questions and people just kind of reaching out, just asking simple things. So don't be afraid to do that. Shoot us an email, add us on Instagram, hit us up on Facebook, Kachi Life, kachilife.com. Uh, and, and just keep in touch, man. We love having awesome viewers and awesome travelers. You know, we don't want to stay just in Peru. Eventually, we're going to reach out to the other spectrums of the world. So keep in touch with us as we progress because we definitely don't want to stay locked into one country. We want to keep growing. So. And somebody asked me a question before we end this. They said, how do you spell Kachi? So I just want everybody out there to know, in case you didn't know, Kachi is C-A-C-H-I. So KachiLife.com. Hit us up. What if they don't know how to spell life? Hey, I think you got other problems. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.